Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue going through the Gospel of John. We're in chapter 10, and we see how, we saw in the last episode, how chapter 10, 10, what is being spoken about here just flows from chapter 9. You know, sometimes these chapter divisions and the versification as such uh, communicate things that aren't really there, <laughs> okay? And so Jesus starts talking, and he's talking about how uh, 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 the sheep are, okay? And let me just read verses 1 through 6 just to set the context again. He said this, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. So Jesus is starting to paint a picture about sheep, and the great shepherd is where he's ultimately going. And the sheepfold is where the sheep would have been kept at night. There might have been four or five flocks that were there together, and one of the shepherds or somebody they had hired would watch them, and there's only one way into the sheepfold. It would be by the door. If somebody got in any other way, they'd climb over the wall, and Jesus is saying that person is a thief or a robber. In other words, he's coming in and attempting to gain access uh, in an improper way. Verse 2, Jesus is still speaking. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And so the idea is that when these sheep are kept overnight in the sheepfold, the next day their respective shepherds would come along, and the shepherd would go in by the gate, and the gatekeeper would let him in because he recognized him. And so the gatekeeper would let him in, and then the shepherd would call out to his sheep, and his sheep would follow him. You know, they'd whistle or have some kind of word or something like that because the sheep know them. Verse 4, Jesus is still speaking. When he was brought out all his own, when he has brought out all his own, I'm sorry, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. So the shepherd is leading them. Well, where is he leading them? Well, he's leading them to uh, abundant grass, okay? He's leading them to fields. And quite often, uh, fields and grass that the shepherd had already scoped out because he didn't want to lead them somewhere where they uh, had uh, plants that were poisonous, plants that, that would have been harmful to the sheep. He would lead them somewhere where they would have water, water where it would be safe to drink. Uh, the best places were places where there was no other danger, okay? Cliffs, ditches, things like that, holes in the ground. And so the shepherd would lead them to where they needed to go, and they would follow him. Verse 5, Jesus still speaking. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of the strangers. So what Jesus is setting up for them, and what we're about to get into, is that even these sheep, which are, are, are accepted as being dumb animals, okay, they're following the voice of the one they know that would protect them. Verse 6 says this, This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then verse 7, So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. So he's painting pictures about himself. that He is the door. He is the entryway of the sheep. Verse 8, All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. So Jesus is telling them right here, 
you know, uh, what we would call, I am the way, the truth, and life. You know, he had said that. And he's proclaiming these things. And he's saying, I am the way by which the sheep are to go. The ones that came before me, and he's not talking about the prophets and all that. He's talking about the false ones that came before him were the thieves and the robbers. Then he says in verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So he's bringing several thoughts together that he's been sharing over and over, and the people either could not hear or refused to hear. If they refused to hear, then they could not hear because of their lack of belief. If they believed what he was saying, then they could hear. See, so it all boils down, do you believe or not? And then Jesus just says it forthrightly, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And so Jesus is starting to show in a different kind of way what is about to happen. He'd been saying things to his disciples, and now he's saying it to everyone who's listening, that he's going to lay down his life. He says, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And so that's what a good shepherd would do. You know, a hireling, somebody that's been hired, he's about to tell us this, as a matter of fact, in the next verse. When danger comes up, they're going to flee. But Jesus is saying this, I am. And it's another one of those I am statements that you see. I think you see it twice in this 10th chapter, maybe three times, where Jesus declares, I am. And boy, those religious rulers knew exactly what he was saying. So I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Verse 12, he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters. Verse 13, he flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Now, remember the greater context of this. At the end of the ninth chapter, we see Jesus going out and seeking the man that had been blind. Remember the blind man that Jesus healed? Well, that blind man had an encounter with the Jewish leadership and eventually wound up getting kicked out of the synagogue, getting kicked out of the temple, getting excommunicated, okay? He was kicked out. That's what those shepherds did, okay? Those shepherds kicked him out. Jesus, the good shepherd, went and found him. These shepherds were just hired hands, and they cared nothing for the sheep. Jesus continues in verse 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own. And my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. So he is letting them know a lot of things right here that are really sort of rattling their mind because they don't quite understand it. And I understand the fact that they don't understand, right? We, uh, we look at it from the perspective of knowing all and the rest of the story, <laughs> but they didn't know it. But Jesus is letting them know, and the day would come when they would see and they would understand that he laid down his own life. Nobody took his life. Nobody killed him. He offered himself up. And you actually see it in the crucifixion account. He gave up his spirit. Nobody killed him. Nobody took it from him. He offered and he gave it up. <coughs> and he's showing them that as the good shepherd, this is what he's doing. And he says some interesting things right here, which I know folks out of my background, they get all bent out of shape out of this 
this kind of stuff. Folks, just pay attention to what the Word of God says. Just believe what the Word says, okay? Don't get caught up in all the names. People will sit there all day long and say, oh, I'm Arminian, oh, I'm Calvinist, oh, I'm Wesleyan, oh, I'm Baptist, oh, I'm this, and that's what I believe. And they have no idea what they believe. And then they get scared by terms. They get scared by terms of, of called, of elect, chosen, predestined. These are all biblical terms. Look what he says right here again, verse 14. I am the good shepherd. I know my own. He's saying I'm a shepherd and there are some that are my own. And my own know me. Well, how do we know? Verse 15, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. He's saying in the same way that the Father knows him and he knows the Father, we will know him. And he says this, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I tell you what, my time's up for today, but we'll continue this right here. Uh, go read through John 10 and don't read it through the rose-colored goggles of whatever your background is. Just say, Lord, show me your truth out of here. Just show me your truth and watch what he does. I think we'll be amazed. Again, I'm Dale and I'll see you again next time.